Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. My name is Maggie Cavanaugh. I am going to talk to you today about the second key to de-stressing your life. So you may have seen yesterday's broadcast. If you did not see it, we were talking about, um, oh, I guess you guys would like to see me. There we go. Hold on. There we go. Hello. Maggie Cavanaugh here. <laughs> I am the co-founder of Moving Forward Ministries with my husband, Kevin, and we are passionate about um, seeing people walk in wholeness and giving you the keys for you and your family to do what you're called to do. And we do that through media ministry, events, uh, life coaching, and all kinds of other uh, ways. But today we're talking about de-stressing. Why am I doing this every day talking about a de-stressing key, if you will, tip, if you want to call it that? It is basically because the world is so stressed out. Yesterday, okay, yesterday, I talked about intentionality. And so what is an intentionality? It's being intentional in every area of your life, with your spiritual life, your physical life, your emotional life, uh, you, you know, your practical life. I mean, all of these different things apply, right? So I talked about giving yourself margin, a little bit of bookends, if you will, on your life to give you extra time to flow. So today's tip is pass the test. Pass the test. Why? What does that mean? So because anytime you're going to go through something, many times you're going to be tested. So yesterday I talked about giving yourself ample time to commute, whether it's going to work, whether it's going on a, a trip, whether it's going to take your grandkids to the carpool. Yesterday I did the broadcast on having extra time and, and I always give myself extra time. I, I've learned the hard way. I do not repeat, do not like having to rush. I don't like having to um, just be go, 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 go. So what I did is I left yesterday afternoon, I left in plenty of time. Um, my granddaughter's first bell rings or the dismissal bell rings at 2.30. So I was in the carpool at 2.20. Usually I'm there earlier, but I figured, you know, 10 minutes, it'd be okay. But as I was starting, I got to the intersection that approached her school there literally was backed up traffic and the traffic guard was literally directing people to go into the second left lane, which was oncoming traffic. Okay. Oncoming traffic. So what she was doing is creating two lanes to turn left into the school because in front of the school, there are two lanes. However, one of those lanes are the people that are turning left in the school. The other lane is for the people that are turning right into the school, the oncoming traffic area. As a courtesy and carpools, we know, most of us know, that you take turns. Somebody goes in, somebody goes out, you're courteous, you smile, you're kind, all of this. Hmm. Yeah. Some of that went way out the window yesterday. Now, I've given myself margin. So what's the problem? What's going on? So I'm at the stoplight and I can see traffic in both of these lanes and I'm thinking, hmm, that's very dangerous. I wonder what's going to happen with all the opposing traffic. And she starts to point to me and she points to go over there, go over there, you know? And I'm going, I can't do that. That's oncoming traffic, right? Oncoming traffic. So I sit there for a moment and she points again and she motions me over there. And I shake my head, no. And she says, yes. And I shake my head, no. And she says, yes. And then she blows her whistle and points, go. And so I've got people behind me and I, there's people around me and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to follow the rules here. She's a traffic guard. She knows what she's doing. I hope. 
Maybe she had a radio walkie-talkie and that for some reason traffic couldn't come through and we had the availability for the two lanes. Who knew? But I was just following the directions, right? Passing the test. I was being tested. So I get into that lane and immediately the people to the right of me in the correct lane were giving me dirty looks. There was a guy that was like, I could verbally see him. I couldn't hear him, but I could see his mouth moving and he was cussing me up one side and down the other. Carpool lane, elementary school. People under stress. These, you know, the people are just so stressed. They're so wound up so tight. The slightest thing sets them off. So I'm sitting there patiently thinking, this is not good. I am not comfortable with this. The bell has not rang. Therefore, the line is not moving. And I'm sitting along with two cars in front of me, two cars behind me in the opposing traffic's lane. So what is, what's going to happen? I'll tell you what happens. A school bus tries to come from the other lane. Now, they've got tons of backed up parking for those people trying to come in and make a right-hand turn into the school in their correct lane, school bus goes around them and starts to come to the lane that is totally her lane. She had a right to be there. It was oncoming traffic. And there we all set five cars in her way. So she's getting really agitated and she's beeping the horn. In her, you know? <laughs> and I'm going, oh my gosh, this is crazy. How is she going to get through? What can I do? There was nothing I could do. I had a car in front of me, a car in the back of me. The people to the right were so ticked off. Uh, the people to the left were kids walking down the sidewalk because they were the car or the walkers that they let go early. We couldn't go up on the sidewalk where the kids were, right? That's very dangerous. I wasn't about to do that. The other cars could go a little bit over to the right, maybe, and get some little bit of room there where some cars could go through and get out of the way but they were all so mad that we were there thinking that we were trying to take over their lane or cut in front of them you know that's why we always should stop and think there's a reason for that you know when you got somebody to catch off in traffic and they're in a hurry who knows maybe they're going to the hospital because their wife's in labor or maybe they just got a call that their kid got hurt at school you never know what's going on but automatically we're like who do you think you are people just they just freak out, you know? And so with that being said, finally, a woman gets out of a car, a passenger. I believe she was a Murfreesboro police officer. She gets out of the car. She walks over and she starts directing traffic. And she's like, hey, can you pull over a little bit this way and let somebody come through? We got to get this bus through. The bus has got to pick up the kids. You know, the kids are over there waiting in the 97 degree weather. And the bus driver cannot go where she's supposed to go because we were misdirected into the oncoming traffic lane which I was very opposed to going in. Let me just say that if I did not say that already. <laughs> However, the guy to the right, he wouldn't move. He's like, I'm not letting anybody out. And then he points to me and he's like, if she would just got out of my way and she's over here in, in the wrong lane. And so kindly this woman proceeds to tell him, Hey, she is where the, they told her to go. This is what, where they directed her to. The person directing traffic said, go to this lane. So he seemed to calm down a little bit. But my immediate thought, and the reason I'm telling you the story is people are stressed out. Okay. So it took me 40 minutes to get through the to carpool line to pick up my sweet granddaughter. And then I had to fight another set of traffic at the middle school where my other granddaughter is. So I'm telling you this because I'm observing people. I'm seeing that everybody's stressed out. People are like drop at a, you know, just a drop of a dime. They'll just lose it and act crazy. So my question is, is how can we maintain our peace? 
how can we pass the test? How can we just, you know, we, we added the margin. I had the margin there. That's what I talked about yesterday. And I'm saying today that we always have to extend grace. De-stressing your life means extending grace, means not having to be right all the time, even if you are. It also means allowing other people to make mistakes because I could have got all huffy about this guy and been like, what are you talking about? She told me to go that direction. Who do you think you are? But no, I was just like, whatever, you know, bless his heart. He does not understand. We have got to get to the point where we just let things brush off of our shoulders. We let things just slide off of our back. We let things not trouble us because there's always going to be tests. There's going to be tests. Maybe that was a test of patience. Maybe it was just, you know, a situation that God used to show me we have to extend grace. So I found myself very irritated with the crossing card who directed me there because it's like, I didn't want to go there. And then I realized, you know what? Maybe she got momentarily confused. Maybe someone did tell her to do that. Maybe she was following the instructions of her supervisor. Maybe uh, she didn't realize that a school bus had to come and she thought, okay, those other lines of traffic and wait because traffic has built up so many other sides. There's a several different reasons why she might've had us do that. And, but immediately as this man was getting agitated with me, I found myself getting agitated with her. She put me in this position. It was a dangerous position, oncoming traffic, big school bus, beep, beep, beep attitude with a school bus driver. And then I thought about the poor students. The students had to deal with standing out in the heat. And then this bus driver that didn't look too terribly happy. I don't know if I would have wanted to get on that bus and have a holly jolly ride home with someone with an attitude. So the reason I'm telling this story today is because key number two is to always extend grace. Extending grace is sowing grace. And I I cannot get enough grace myself. I need grace and you get whatever you sow. So if you sow beans, you're going to reap beans. If you sow corn, you're going to reap corn. If you plant flowers, you're going to get flowers. And if you sow grace, you're going to receive grace. So I encourage you today to embrace key number two, because even with key number one, putting some margin in your life, key number two, would not have been able to be successful yesterday if I did not say, okay, Lord, first of all, I thank you for a car with air conditioning. Because even though I'm doing 40 minutes in the carpool here, this should really take 15, 20. <clears throat> I'm grateful to have a car. Grateful to have air conditioning and 97 degrees. There are people out there that do not have that. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. And I'm going to extend grace because everybody's got something going on. I don't know what the deal was. It doesn't matter what the deal was. This guy, he was wound up super tight and stressed out, but I refuse to lose my peace. So when you extend grace, you're saying that, you know what? It's all right. It's okay. Next, because every day has problems. Every day has worries. And the Bible tells us, do not worry about tomorrow because it's got enough problems of its own. So my encouragement to you today, key number two is to make sure that you extend grace in everything that you do, and it'll literally set you free. And I'm talking about taking the pressure off.
So God bless you guys. I hope you follow us. If you're watching this on YouTube, click subscribe, like, get the bell notification, all of that. If you're watching this on Facebook, share, like, comment. These are ways that you can sow into the ministry and it doesn't cost you anything, right? You can help us get the word out to encourage and inspire other people to walk in wholeness, spirit, soul, body. Also, if you would like to donate to the ministry, it is Moving Forward Ministries TN. Dot com And you can go to the donate button. We have some events coming up. We could use some sponsors. We could always use funds for scholarships for students and their parents to be able to get the help that they need. And we love you. And, and that's why I'm doing this. I am doing these broadcasts on a regular basis to let you all know that you, you're valued. Your thoughts matter. The things that you go through, it matters. And so today, grab a hold of this key. Uh, the keys to your best life is being able to walk in the fullness of what Jesus came to give us, right? Jesus, The Bible says in John 10, 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus came to give us life and life more abundant. Living the abundant life is walking in his purpose, the purpose that God has given you, walking in your calling. So if you are uh, have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. It's movingforwardministriestn.com, also keys to your best life.com. Uh, and also we've had an event coming up for you and your daughters. This is for moms, daughters, or aunts, daughters, guardians, daughters, whoever, women, young women, tweens, teens, and adults. And it's coming up September 25th, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We've got an all line um, lined up amazing speakers. Uh, the Godfidence team of the Godfidence Today podcast will be there. i uh, got a couple other podcast hosts joining us. Uh, Christy Neal from Everyone Has a Voice. Also the amazing Jamie Kirshner of Uncommon Teen, along with worship being led by the amazing Greta Heisey. This young lady is just so, she loves the Lord and her worship is just so powerful. We also have uh, Hadley Carlton from the Godfitness team that will be speaking on boundaries. You guys want to catch this. It's all about relationships, healthy relationships, your relationship with God, your parents, other people, family, and your friends. Who doesn't need a checkup when it comes to relationships, right? So you can register for that at GodfidenceTeens.com or you can go to Eventbrite, type in Godfidence um, Keys or Godfidence Relationships Matters because they do matter. You matter. God bless you guys. I hope that you will bring your daughter out. There is limited seating. It is a free event. We will be taking a love offering, uh, but get registered right away. If you have a teen or a tween in your life and maybe their mama can't make it, you go take them. You get them there for the encouragement that they need. And we love you guys and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye.